0: This is the Value Investor Podcast with Tracy Reineck. All things value, all the time. Welcome back, value investors. So the S&P 500 has had a 10% correction. It's bounced off of that, but it did have one briefly. So it might be time for us to look for some classic value stocks again. We haven't done this in a a little while, a couple months here. And now that we've had the pullback, you know what's in there what what are the classic value stocks here in the fall now remember that classic value stocks are pretty rare because they have to have a bunch of the value fundamentals they're they're not just with the pe or the price to sales or you know, price to book separately. It's combining all of those. So the screen is pretty intense and pretty extensive. So we're always going to get a very small number of stocks that actually qualify for this. And I'm always interested to see how many actually come through it because it's so narrow. So what's in the screen? So for the value component, it has a PE of under 15. It has a PEG ratio of under one. And remember PEG looks for growth plus value. It has the price to cash flow, and that has to be under 20. And you're always looking for as low of uh, price to cash flow as you can get, lower is better. Price to sales is also under one. And that means you're buying the sales at less than what the value is. So if it's 0.7, Then you're getting 70, you're paying 70 cents for every dollar of the sales. That's what we want. We want to get them on sale. And then the price to book is under three. Now, I also, of course, am going to add the Zach's rank to the screen and I'm adding ones or twos because if we went with just ones, we would get almost nothing. (laughs) There's only, you know, a little over 200 Zach's number one strong buys. So we have to add the number two buys in there as well. And that gives us a little over 800 stocks, which is those two uh, you know, qualifiers. And then we're adding on all those value components. And then on top of that, I'm adding the Zach style score, too, of A or B. Those are the also the highest of the style scores. And there's not that many of those. So oh, all in all, it's going to be really, really narrow. That's why we don't run the screen that often. Um, But it's good to run it when you do have, you know, this 10% type of correction, because maybe a few more are going to qualify for all of these criteria here. And running the screen, how many do I get? Here's the the moment of truth, right? I'm only getting nine stocks. It's a little more than I thought I would get. I thought it might get five to six on the screen, but we did get nine. So that's better than the smaller amount and what is in this elite group, um, it's pretty much what you might think. And some of these stocks I've talked about recently on the Value Investor Podcast. And the reason like the same value stocks with some of these valuation components and the rank continue to show up in the screens is because we are past the uh, end of the last earnings season and we haven't really gotten to the beginning of the new one yet. We're getting some fiscal you know, yearly reporters reporting like the Nikes of the world and Micron, they report on the fiscal year, but there's not that many of them. So we have to wait until the next, you know, big wave for the third quarter earnings season really starts. And we're not getting that until mid October here, 2020. So um, until we get changes in the ZACs, estimates, which is what determines the rank, the rank kind of will stick around, so to speak, because there's no analyst making the changes to disrupt what's already in there. So that's why we see a lot with the rank that will stay similar. And, um, you know, then we have the similar valuation components. We're still looking for cheap stocks as we were two weeks ago. And that universe has remained fairly consistent of who is cheap right now because those estimates haven't changed much. So for those reasons, some of these stocks are ones that I've talked about in the past, although um, at least one of them, I don't think I've mentioned for a while, one or two of them here. And interestingly, out of the five I pulled out, Two of them are trading at or near their 52-week highs, so they're still classic values even at the highs, because that must mean the earnings estimates are up quite a bit to get those cheap valuations. And then the other three have um, you know, seen more of the sell-off, and that's why they're in the cheapness category, but they still have the good Zacks rank and style scores. So let's just dive right in, and I'm going to get to the five stocks because I know that's what you all want to know about. So the first one is one I don't think I've talked about recently it's Anthem ANTM is the ticker they're on the health insurance side PPOs HMOs they're big cap with 67 billion market cap they do pay a dividend yielding 1.5% even though that was not in our screen you know I know many of you like the dividend paying stocks now year to date these shares are still down 11.5% so um, they're on the weak side. We have the election coming up. The last several presidential elections, the health insurers have been weak going into the election because of questions about Obamacare, whether or not it's going to stick around. Health insurers have really cashed in on Obamacare because they've gotten a lot of new customers off of Obamacare. So if that were to change, there's a lot of uncertainty. Wall Street and investors don't like uncertainty, so. These shares will get weak, as we've seen going into the election. Now, the S&P 500 is now up 4.7% your date. Um, Despite the huge rally, it's it's only up 4.7. But these shares are down 11.5. So how cheap are they? It has a PE of 11.6. The PEG is at 0.8. Price to cash flow is 10.6. Price to sales is at the 0.6. And price to book is at 1.9. So it's pretty cheap across the board. Of course, we're screening for the cheapness, but even still, it's on the lower end of a lot of our screening um, you know, factors here. It's a number two buy, and it does have the A on the style score. So that's Anthem, A-N-T-M. And then our second stock is also on the insurance side, but Cigna, C-I, they're not on health insurance, but a lot of the insurers are considered to be you know, more on the boring side. Um, with tech being so hot, why would you buy an insurer, right? So this creates some opportunities. Year-to-date, the shares are down 17.5% here, though, which is why they've gotten a lot cheaper. $63 billion market cap. It is paying a dividend, but it's yielding almost nothing. It's only $0.04 cents a year, so $0.01 cents a quarter, I guess. Um, it's 0.02% on the yield. So they're paying something to keep up their track record of, hey, we paid out every year for X amount of years. But it's really nothing of a dividend. So you're not buying it for that. How cheap is it? So they have a PE of 8.9, so single-digit PE. The PEG is 0.8. Price to cash flow is 6 so that's pretty low six dollars there are six um price to sales is 0.4 and price to book is 1.3 so again real cheap across the board it's also a two buy zack's rank two buy and an a this is why i wanted to include the number twos right because we wouldn't have any of these if we didn't have at least the the rank uh of the number twos, the buys. (laughs) We would be very short on stocks. Okay, switching over to the number three stock, which I have talked about, it's been a couple of weeks still since I covered this one. And the reason it does have the good rank is those earnings estimates are on the increase for gray television. GTN they own television stations and this is the big the big time this is when they're making all their money for the year during a presidential election because all the ads are being bought up in all of their markets for congressional races governor's races senate races presidential races like everything is going on all at once a lot of big money being spent this year especially so earnings estimates on the increase and the shares are still dirt cheap now they're also still remaining depressed they're still down 34.6 percent for the year maybe because once the presidential election is over or the election in general on november 3rd then who's who's placing any ads like for next year what's going to happen to their earnings so that's a downer here, but again, shares right now are dirt cheap. It has a 1.3 billion market cap. So fairly small company, no dividends. So you're not getting paid for any of like your patience here. But so otherwise, Wall Street is just ignoring this one, even though it is a big election play right here. So the PE is just at 5.2. So really cheap. Peg is at 0.5. Price to cash flow is 3.5, so really cheap there. Price to sales 0.6, and price to book is 0.9. It is the number two buy with the A style score. So if you're looking for an election play, it's getting a little late in the game. But I included it here anyways because it is dirt cheap. If it were to get any cheaper, um, you know, if the shares were to slide some more, could be an interesting, you know, kind of. Um, you know, just the stock is being thrown out type of play. But these shares have kind of been treading water for a while down here, down 34% year to date. So they haven't got much of a bid at all, even with the election. Okay, number four is Hibbit Sports, ticker H-I-B-B. I'm sure I've talked about it um, on past shows, maybe even just recently. Year to date, this is one of the ones near its 52-week highs, up 44.7% because we're all rushing out and buying you know, outdoor equipment and free weights and those kettlebells and um, running shoes, anything to get me outside and, um, or replace my gym or fishing gear, all of this stuff. Um, so all these sports types of retailers are doing well. So Hibit Sports is one of those. Now, there are small caps, 672 million market cap. This is one of the rare Zach's number one ranks, strong buy with the A style score. So those earnings estimates are really on the increase here as you know, they're just being overwhelmed with customers who still, I might add, can't find kettlebells or free weights, because I've tried. Um, they still are missing at the stores. Uh, But when they come in, I might still be buying those for the next six months, right, for the winter months. And as I mentioned before when I'm talking about the sports companies, if you're thinking about those snowshoes, you might want to try to get them now if you can because those are the next item that I feel are really going to sell out here in the next month or two. So um, keep that in mind. But how cheap is this one? PE is at 8.8. PEG is at 0.6 price to cash flow is at 913, price to sales is at 0.5, and price to book is 1.8. So um, again, we're looking for a classic value stock with all these cheap valuations on the criteria, and Hibbit Sports is one of the nine companies that actually fits the requirements. And then the fifth stock is definitely one I've talked about a lot over the summer, and now here into the fall, it's still the place to be, Meritage Homes or Meritage Homes, M T H. We're getting real familiar with this one. Year to date, shares are up 79.3 percent still, and it's now hitting new highs again here in October while I'm recording this. Does not pay any dividend. Four billion market cap. As I've said, with all the home builders, they're all hot right now. They're all experiencing the same market conditions. These home builders are the ones that survived. The, the housing bust and that recession, there's been a lot of consolidation, so it has consolidated into fewer names, but some of them have a little bit better uh, profiles than others or areas you might want to be in, in terms of first-time buyers, or maybe you want to be in luxury, or maybe you want um, you know the younger buyers, millennials. Or maybe you want the over 50s, the baby boomers, there's certain ones that specialize in each of those areas. And then there's certain ones that specialize in certain regions, like the southeast, which is extremely hot right now, Texas, Boise, Idaho is one of the hottest cities for new home home builders for new home sales. So you might want to take a deeper dive or maybe just look around your area. If you live in one of these hot areas, if you're in Atlanta or anywhere in Florida, who who is building that new home uh, development down the street from you where you see cars driving in every weekend? Like, you know, scope that out. Usually their name is right there out on the sign. I've seen them. I've seen the Poltes. I've seen the the brother name in big br- bold letters out there. So, uh, you know, do some investigation of your own and see who is hot in your area, because uh, that could play a factor in which one you might want to buy, or maybe you even bought a home from one of these home builders, and so that's who you favor. But in this case, the screen gave us Meritage Homes, MTH. How cheap is it still? Even with this, you know, year to date up 79% and new highs, PE is at 11.1. PEG is at 0.5. Price to cash flow, this is the highest of what we screen for, and it's at 14.7, but still under the level of our screen. Price to sales is at one, so that's right at the limit we screened at. So if that goes up anymore, uh, it's gonna fall off this kind of screen. Price to book is at 0.3, so that's still really low. But overall, um, it's a Zach's number one strong buy, just like Hibit Sports. But it is a B on the value stuff or on the overall style scores, um, and that's because. Um, You know, it it is a little pricier in a few of the components than the others. So they lowered it slightly from the A to the B. But still overall it's got those rising earnings estimates as we know, and it should going into you know next calendar year, 2021, as people are on the move. They're on the move everywhere. And um, you know, this is a hot area. Now again this is just five out of the nine and you don't have to screen for all of the classic value components this is a screen i'd like to use because it's fun to see who qualifies under all of them but um you know even just having one or two or even three out of the five criteria on the value side that we screened here would give you plenty of value and more choices to look for so i'll be doing more broad-based screens in coming weeks on the show of course as we like to mix it up here and find some new names but still these are the ones that should be you know kind of on your watch list if you're looking for the super cheap classic values and as always these does not look at the fundamentals. We are just screening for these basics plus the Zach's rank and style scores. So, you know, you got to do your research. You got to go out there and see, is this something you want to own? Because value investors are owners. We're not in it to trade it, which is probably why gray television is not going anywhere because the value investor does want to own for the longer term. And what happens after the election, as I said, um, you know, those... Earnings are going to see a decline there, so keep that in mind. But overall, there is there is quite a few value stocks out there. Some are in the hated areas. Um, a lot are in the financials and the banks, and we're still we're getting them in energy now. But um, you know, we're not having a super hard time here. We did have the correction, and that helped. Uh, give us some value. I did that show a couple weeks ago on finding tech stocks with value and we were able to find some good quality tech stock names, um, surprisingly. And I'm going to run that screen again going forward because I feel like it's uh, really intriguing to find those technology stocks that are cheap as well. So keep that in mind. Let me recap the stocks here. The um, Anthem, that's the um, health insurer, that area has been real hot outside of the election. So it's kind of a opposite play of gray television in terms of usually when there's certainty after the election, the stocks do better. So Anthem, A-N-T-M, is the ticker there. Cigna Insurance, C-I, is the ticker. Gray television, again, is G-T-N. hibbet Sports, one of the hot sports retailers, H-I-B-B. And then we had Meritage Homes. MTH. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. I'm bringing you all the value I can throughout this upcoming earnings season and into the end of the year. It's going to be an interesting ride, of course. So you can get us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, and on SoundCloud under the Zach's Market Edge podcast over there. You'll get two podcasts for one. You'll get double the number of stocks. Who doesn't want that? So you want to be sure to subscribe over there because occasionally I do talk about value over there, but a lot of other interesting topics as, as well. So you can get both on SoundCloud or you can get this X market edge if you want it alone on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. but get us somewhere and I'll see you again next week with some more value stocks.